All right, let's go. Let's do let's this. Let's do this. It's fucking 2020. <laughs> 2020. I love oh saying it though. Goodness. I love saying because it 2020. Because like <laughs> it sounds like 420. <laughs> happy 420. Well, happy new year, everybody. Welcome to the first um episode for season four for the season eavesdrop. four. Season four. Wow. Yeah. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, wow, wow. So we're back. Uh, my name is Francesca. Jelly here. This is Delamore. Okay, so who's back in Utah? Mm -mm. Back in Utah. Um, Welcome to the first podcast of the decade. Yes. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. Can you believe it? Holy crap. So we've got... Can't, but... Sorry, what? (laughs) Sorry. Oh, no, no, no. You... (laughs) Okay, sorry, go, go. After everything's been said in this podcast, <laughs> I know, right? You can't hide anything because from us anymore. <laughs> What a what a what a twenty nineteen for us. Um, the podcast um, is quite something. It turned out to be quite something. Mm-hmm. That's true. And uh, let's start the this this episode with what we thought about the live show, the thank yous, the clarifications, yeah. etc. Uh, I think we just have to thank everybody. I mean, I haven't really properly compressed and like uh, took everything in. And I wanted to make a really great post. But then, you know, December came along. Yeah, the holidays came but, in. But everybody, I mean, I was just so surprised with the turnout. Yeah. What about you guys? Because like, mm. I was scared. Mm-hmm. I was scared that nobody was going to go. It reminded me of exactly what I missed after radio. Mm. You know, just seeing all mm. of those listeners, getting that kind of love, the reception they gave mm-hmm. us, um, having Christy and Anna with us. Yeah. That was that was like the highlight of the live show because it yeah. really brought back memories, good memories of our radio life. Right. Oh, it was so I much fun. I think just having all of those voices in one place again. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edong said it during the live podcast, like, this is like a friends un- reunion for them. Aww. We don't understand that because we don't know how for them. We were just doing our show, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But for the listeners, especially the, the very avid listeners of the station, after each and one of each of us left, it was a question like, Kellen pabatum magkakasama-sama? And then Uh-oh. it happened. We didn't plan it uh, really. It was supposedly just the four of us. Mm-hmm. But when we got there, you know, uh, Chrissy decided to drive me back to Manila. Amoy palawan pa kami. Tapos, Anna decided to just drop by and. And, and we told her that we had the whole night, you know, all planned out. But he, she said, no, I just want to see you guys. And then yeah. that was really nice. Yeah. And, and, and Danielle, she came from Las Piñas. Las Piñas. She commuted. Yeah. Right. In the middle of the December frenzy of traffic. On a work day. On a work day. So uh, thank you, Anna. Thank you, Danielle, for doing that. Thank yeah. you to everyone who dropped by, who came in some some really early, just making sure Mm-mm. that they were already here. Those who brought presents, thank you. Oh, you didn't have to, thank but you so thank much. you so much um, for tagging us. Yes. We, 
oh my goodness, our IG stories uh, went wild on those so days. Those who were watching we had... us on Facebook Live, thank you. Oh, oh, right, right. It was, it was. And then after all of that, to have the year end for us at number one wow. on yes. the podcast starts, I mean, that was really quite something. And we would like to thank for sure the rushers, you know, mm-hmm. it's a different block. Yeah. Well, you know, and I think that that was like, uh, I would say about three years in the making Mm-mm. since we last did a show together. Uh, there was this one time that with Jaho. That was different because, you know, it, it this was Chico and Dele. It yeah. was a Chico yeah. and Dele thing. And I think a lot of fans had wanted to hear that again. And so thank you to all the rushers. And thank you. You know how I don't, I can't even tell you how many messages <laughs> uh, DMs I've gotten after that episode. I mean, mm. on the comment section and on my DM and on Twitter, it was it was insane. But let's do the live podcast first. But I'm a <laughs> okay. So so with the with the live show, we have to thank uh, everybody who helped us. I mean, obviously the the people who attended, but also to pay Maya for giving us a wonderful venue. And then setting up yeah. that amazing grazing table. Mm-hmm. And then, of course. Our different sponsors, Arla, yes. Baskin Robbins, yes. uh, Spice, Spice Tonic. Tonic. Yes. Thank you. Podcast no, no, no. Network. Yeah, Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Podcast yeah, Network. You guys made everything possible. So, so thank you. Thank you, Ron. Uh-uh. Thank you, Joseph, Ryan, yeah. Valentin. Um, the whole well, gang. Support, amazing no? support. Hmm? Full support. Full support. Full you su- know, su- eh? like Podcast Network was really there for us and helped us figure out how to do that thing. Mm-mm. So thank you again. All right. So we have you have our gratitude. You really helped like solidify this podcast thing that we're actually doing something right. <laughs> we mm-hmm. thought, oh, it's real, you guys. It's real. It's real when we got money. What? <laughs> what? what a Boy, good way to end the year, indeed. <laughs> Binida ko yun sa mother-in-law ko kasi tinanong niya ako, so, did you earn money? Sabi ko, yes, I did. <laughs> And oh, nagkaroon ako ng pocket money. So, mm-hmm. may pabili ako ng kung ano-ano. <laughs> so, yeah. All right. So, that's that. And then we move on. You know, uh, to be honest, let's move on to the the the, the Chico and Dell episode. Um, I did not realize the impact that it would cause like you know everything we're doing now i don't realize the impact of it all um like getting together chico and dell when when jelly um reached out to to chico i thought i'm i just want to get these two friends together yeah it was more like that but then i didn't think of the the listeners who have never had like any kind of closure with with the duo (laughs) You know, and then when it came out, it was like, woof, all these feels. But I said, oh, like they've been posting. It's still a developing story. Yeah, but so. I mean, you guys, Chico and Dell, the impact that you have on these listeners, it's amazing. Jude's all silent, but making all these gestures. I'm, I'm here, by the well, way. I'm just Jude is here as always. Gesturing it's wordlessly. In, it's intense. It's intense. I had no, I did not fathom that much intensity. I had to stop listening, you know, during different segments mm-mm, because mm-mm. one, I only get to listen when I'm not with Juliana because, you know, I'm not busy with her. 
And usually that happens when I'm getting ready for work. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That means I'm getting made up. <laughs> so you can't So nagagalit sa akin yung makeup artist gel. Stop muna. Kasi sayang yung eye makeup. <laughs> Kasi naiyak ka. Oh, simula pa lang. Like when, when <clears throat> Del was... Um, which part was this? Uh, when Del was talking about how she was being in the US mm-hmm. and then coming back into the Philippines that's when she realized what it was that she had here mm-hmm. how she was realizing that she was herself again right. dun pa lang i could i was already welling up cuz i remember the full disclosure event um episode, episode. that we had Mm-mm. so i'm like okay i need to stop this <laughs> every time that i'm like okay i i can't finish this right now and i think i posted that and yeah. people responded to my post saying Eh, grabe talaga. Wag mo munang pakinggan because you won't be able to take it. They were even thinking, okay, if Jelly listens to this for sure, she will be bawling. They, they, they already knew. knew. <laughs> I was like, thanks a lot. It's expected. It's yeah. expected. So, well, of course, first of all, Jelly, mm. good on you. That was great acting because on December 10, when we did that, Recording for the podcast. Thank and you so much. Like, yung day for Uh-oh. him. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, and I had to like replay it in my mind. How you look, where you sat, how you convinced me. I was like, oh, oh, she's so good. I, there was no tell at all that I saw. That you were not telling me. Yay. And then, and then when it happened, uh, because of how it actually, even just sitting down, I thought to myself, I don't want to do this. I, I don't want to do this. Not not in public. Because okay. I knew right. yeah. that if I if I were to do I was caught between being the professional for the podcast mm-hmm. and the friend in in real life. And so I go, I, I don't want to ambush him. Mm. I don't want to <clears throat> um say anything that he might not be And because I'm hurt, it might I might not be able to control myself. And then I said, Del, don't do anything. Uh, you know, you don't have to be the moderator. Mm. You can just sit back. Jude and Fran are here. Yeah. And then after that, uh, I don't know, Jude's presence was really helpful. Because I was So it was easier for me to, uh, to, to kind of like, Okay, parang distract myself from what I thought I wanted, which I did get in the end. But I was like, that's why I was listening to it. And I was thinking, oh, wow, she's really quiet. She's really not, she's not in control of the, uh, of the, how the pacing of the conversation yeah. was, which is what we all do anyway, you know, in our, in our jobs. And it was just at the right, uh, I told myself, this, this I don't, I don't want to engage, not that way. And then when that was brought up, and and Fran, you are so sharp. You're Can so I just good. say that, true? Yeah, that was sharp. Because you didn't let him go. You said, okay, but that's professional. What about the personal, mm-hmm. the friendship? And I thought, oh God, no wiggle room there. <laughs> Fran was and messaging was me like, off. Hmm? Yeah. So she was messaging me on. Was it text? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Said, while the show, while you guys were recording, because yeah, she, uh, she, right before you started, Mm-mm. steering, <laughs> steering, <laughs> yeah, yes, just I, I asked Jude, because I, I asked Jude, um, well, I only had one goal in mind for this, 
for that episode was really for you and Chico to talk about hash it out. And in the back of my head, I said, if it got too personal, then we don't have to yeah. put it out there. Yeah. I mean, you we can, can always edit, edit that, it that, out. Yeah. Um, but for them to have that conversation was very important to me. So I wanted to steer it that way, but then I didn't because, because now that Del's saying it, I felt it like she didn't want to go there just yet, mm. you know? And then, so I messaged you, so should we open it up to like questions to the people out there? Like I'd tweet it, like yeah. I have Chico and Del here. Yes. Um, and he said, what did you say? No, just, just steer, it. steer it. Steer the conversation. Yeah. He said, just steer the conversation. I said, yes, Jedi master. <laughs> but I, I don't know, Del, if you remember, I asked you you about Chico the day before like when we had our recording and I was part of it I was asking you about him mm. like if you've heard from him if, if you guys yeah. were communicating because I wanted to know I wanted to make sure that you guys were okay and then you and said and then you said oh no I haven't um I, I don't get to speak to him at all so I was like, oh, shoot <laughs> hold on and then you said no but he's in touch with Cooper so you know you're just letting him and Cooper. So I'm like, okay, so that means it's still pretty good because he and Cooper are in touch. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, okay, you guys just need to revive that that friendship. So I'm like, okay, so safe pa rin. Go pa rin tayo. Pa rin. <laughs> you say, okay, yeah. go pa rin. Go pa rin yan. Uh-uh. No, but I think everyone had acted in the way that I felt we we should have acted. With Jelly, just wanting, you know, to to book John Aguilar. <laughs> A.K.A. Did you just come up with that name right no, before Dell? there is a real person. John Aguilar. No, yeah, I know there is, but... When, oh, when you yeah. asked Dell right yes. before, you just came came up yes. right then and there. Because yes. that's what I saw and I felt. Like, yeah. You just had to pull up a name, yes. any name. Of, of <laughs> guests I've been thinking of, yes. And oh. I, I figured, okay, he he probably, or Dell probably wouldn't know this no. guy. Yeah. She probably wouldn't be able to uh, like confirm with him or move the interview. So... I was just like, I'm like, who is it that Dell doesn't know? Sino kaya? Sino kaya? Okay, yeah, I saw your, 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 you were spinning your head. Yeah. I was like, okay, here we go. Here we go with Jell and how good she is at lying. Hold it off. You know, I was like, I almost canceled. I thought to myself, you know, I really can't. I'm in pain. Mm -mm. I'm so jet lagged. I'm so tired. I think I can just say, and this wasn't in the books anyway. You know, I yeah. had not said yes. Mm. And then... Uh, for some reason, I, I really like Nina Segina. It's very hard for, for Fran to do this alone. Your professionalism money, you know? was inspiring, Del. When I heard you say that, I'm like, wow, what a <laughs> professional. When you said you were in pain, but you couldn't leave Fran all alone to handle a guest. Yeah. I was like, wow. <laughs> huh? Money? <laughs> what? <laughs> I was like, I, I wouldn't know what to say. Like money, okay, and then to stretch it out, yeah, for like thirty minutes. <laughs> that but Jude would have gotten his thirty-minute show. That's true. <laughs> that would have made, made Jude happy. <laughs> It was just me. <laughs> and, and so, uh, Jelly, even as he was sitting there, mm. I, I still thought that it was John Aguilar. And then I was like, oh, gosh, we're going we're going to have Chico sit. Well, of course, it didn't enter my mind. Now, what would he be doing here? Yeah. Anyway. That was and so then, cute. Uh, that was a nice twist to yeah. that, right? That was a good one. So, okay. So, yeah. I mean, we, we all saw the 
um, the DMs and the the messages. Um, a lot of people felt closure. A lot of people said, "I see both sides. Mm. Like they can relate to you, how you were very emotional. They can also relate to Chico. They understand him. They understand how he he ha- he has to detach to make himself, you know, just to survive. Or that I mean, was his coping or- mechanism. He's already said it. You know, yeah. that's how he is when people leave. Right. Right? He said yeah, that in the beginning. Yeah, that's that how he like, is when people leave. It's, it's only when they come back that he, he allows himself to feel mm-mm. the emotions because then he can say it out to them. Right. But when they leave, it's like, okay. There needs to be some kind of physicality That's the way connection. he copes. That's the way he copes. So for you, Del, listening to it again um, and then reading everybody's replies to your post also, uh, how did you feel? I think... <clears throat> It's weird because as we're talking about this, I don't understand why my heart is racing. It's <laughs> racing. Anyway, um, um, I don't really. I'm. I'm not really convinced that it was my moving Mm. because I left the radio in 2016. I left for the United States in 2019. There were three years in between. And even then Mm -mm. it was always, Hey, can we have lunch? Hey, can we talk about this? Whatever. And so when he was saying that I found myself in my own way, taking care of him because I could be confrontational, full-blown, like 100%, but I've learned in my life that not everybody can handle that. Mm. And I didn't feel like, to me, it's a mystery why he said yes. I do not understand why he had said yes. He never hesitated. Yeah, he did not hesitate at all. Not at all. We had a different date set. Um, but unfortunately, because I had work, yeah, he could. I had right. to move it, and he couldn't anymore. And then when we set another date, he got booked for work, but it, he had no hesitations. Like when he couldn't anymore, he sent me dates that, that he, he could. could. Yeah, and yeah, that's when I started to message Fran and Jude. Which dates are you guys available? Because this is mm-hmm. the only time that Chico can make it. Mm-mm. So he had no hesitations. He wanted that guesting. He mm-hmm. he wanted to see you. He wanted to talk to you. Okay. So anyway, uh, it baffled me and everything. And there are many things that I could, I, I, I decided, should I say, should I say this, 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 this. As a matter of fact, no, I don't want to talk about the details of what was said and wh- who was wrong and who was right, because it's not important. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a rejection both to work professionally and as a friend it was a total rejection and hi sabi ko hindi ako iiyak ano ba yan first day of the year diba um okay lang yan isipin mo na lang Chinese New Year ang simula ganun ako Chinese New Year na I do that too <laughs> You don't, you don't get to clean up. So Chinese New Year nang simula talaga. Okay lang yun. Oh, hindi pa ngayon. So oh, pwede oh, pa. Okay. Oh, oh. 
It's it's just that, sabi ko nga, eh, wow. And I don't know if Jude and Fran had noticed this when we were saying goodbye and we were waiting for Fran's ride and she was going to ride. It was very tense. It was so tense, like I couldn't look at him in the eye because I was so... If I think I'm going back to that day kasi in my head. I've worked this out already. Just yesterday, actually. But on that day, I couldn't, I could not believe he said that to me. I couldn't believe it. Like, fucking what 20 years did we share? And who? I love you. You're my friend. I know that. I stood in front of you. I sat in front of you. I stood side by side with you. I took shit for us. I, this was my, no, this is my inner thought. And I realized, Tabiko, it's, it's so easy to get rid of you, though. It's a recurring theme of the decade that I, I know I'm closing a cycle. And that's why that episode had come just in the nick of time because of the realization uh, that I had. So after all of this, after that episode, para akong binugbog, para talaga, I was like, uh, I couldn't understand where up was. I was disoriented. I was crying. So I was in Palawan and buti na lang Christy understood that that's how I, that's just how I am. We would be doing something and then all of a sudden the tears would flow and I go back to this voice that I'm doing now. This is not me anymore, but I guess I'm reliving it. Sabi ko, oh my God, Del. Uh, you are so, what could you have, what else could you have given this partnership, this friendship? You never held back. You never held back. Why is it so easy for, for people to cut you out? If your dad can do it, if your sister can do it, if your friend can fucking do it to you, who are you? What are you worth? What are you worth, really? And I, I can tell that this is the defeat, the defeatist. No, the, the defeated voice. This is not me anymore. It's just that I realized that I had to go through this, this whole cycle of <sighs> hurt. But I did like that there was truth. I remember thinking, I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything. And then on the final things, I go, shit. I might never get to do this again. And I might not want to. Because at that point, I had just really given up. I didn't want anymore to reach out. I didn't want to. Ayoko na. Ayoko na, pero gusto ko. Pero yung alam mo yun, kasi hindi ka pa sure. But once someone says to you, no, I can't put my eggs in one basket. And that's how that friendship seemed to him. Ano ko itlog? Diba? It was so, and I know that it was coming to this self-worth thing that I had a problem with. But this is the great thing. After that podcast, even coming home, it was like, ah, uh, I was, it was me in my head. I was talking to myself. I was, something's not right. I'm not taking this the right way. Mm -hmm. What is is it and from december 11 to about the last day of the year oh my god i was driving myself to a massage yesterday 
And I realized this was it. Ito yung lesson ko. It's not about self-worth. It's not. Who says, Del? This is my conversation with me. And I said, Oh, Del. I just don't want to be in a conversation anymore with someone where I'm begging to be loved. I want validation. I want friendship. I want enough of that, Del. If someone is in front of you and you have to ask them to love you, whether as a sister, as a, as a daughter, as a friend, and it, the fact that you, you have to ask is already, it already is telling you something. Mm. And I refuse, I refuse to engage myself in any conversation I have to beg. I don't, no matter what, no matter blood relation, no matter history spent, because all that really matters is now. Don't promise me that you'll be a friend when I'm in need. Mm-mm. It will ever happen. Friendship is here. It's now. Uh, when someone says, no, it's funny because I was backing my brain. I have to understand what's happening to me. I remember my first breakup. This guy told me, uh, don't worry, Del. This is just a chapter in our lives. <laughs> How funny it is to me because it, it's, it sounded just like what Chico had said. It's just a way of, to get rid of you, in a way. Because, yes, I'll, I don't doubt that if I called him, Kailangan ko na $1 million, please help me. But he would take that call and, you know, I, I, I understand that. But what's not being said is we cannot be friends today. And I couldn't understand why not. Mm-hmm. And then I thought, it's not important why not. It's important that it's a no. And I told myself, wow. It's the version of, uh, in a metaphor, parang alam mo yung pag ayaw mo na yung kinakain mo, itutulak mo yung mesa para umusog yung, yung upuan mo. And then you tell yourself, I'm done. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly how I felt yesterday. I am done with trying to negotiate with people to love me, to ask them to approve of me. And I don't ask it from any except these people because they're very, very important to me. Even then, I don't want to partake in any conversation where I am there because there is no love. There is no acceptance. And I had to ask myself, I'm bucket bucket why did you do this to me why what did I do because I got married because I had children that you cannot compete with why compete I never thought that you had to compete we make space for our lives when we meet each other we're young we get our s significant others and then our children we make space we share that I do not I do not understand that train of thought and this is what I understood the start of that relationship was really a relationship of purpose. The purpose is to create a show. Mm-hmm. The purpose is to host together. The friendship happened because it was convenient. And we were of same mind, same taste, etc. But take away that purpose. 
cannot exist. So to me, it's, I hear it loud and clear. Somebody asked, somebody asked on uh, sa DM, sabi niya, uh, Del, did you, I hope you at least talk to each other after. And I said, no. Yet again, I had to be the one to text him. Mm-mm. And because I was, I don't know what I was. I just said, okay, I got it. But anyway, just thank you, thank you, thank you for the years together. When I listened to the podcast with a clearer view, that's when I cleared up some things. And it was a text. And I did say, it's exactly what you said on the podcast. So, liana ng kandila um but that's okay that's really okay and I, and today like i woke up and i'm like i i got me i got me back because you know when people talk about self-care and self-love i really can't bring it down to in real terms mm-hmm. a trip with the girls it, it doesn't click to me but that moment where I go, I refuse to partake in any relationship or any conversation where I have to beg for someone to love me, mm-hmm. I'm done. I don't want to do it again. And I believe that people will come into my life who can talk with me about other things because the love will already be underneath. Acceptance will already be underneath. The reason why we are afraid of each other, no. The reason we need each other is because we want each other. Mm-hmm. There's nothing else. Blood relations, the minute nanay, tatay, kapatid, boss, um, driver, pasahero, all of this, these relationships are, are together because there is a purpose. There is a need. One has to supply something. And friendships to me are not like that. Mm-hmm. To me, this is just because I want to talk to you mm. about Something silly, something deep, something funny, something basos, for nothing else. You are not bound by blood. You're not bound by anything except you want each other's company. You're, you gravitate towards each other. It's not even sex. Yeah. <laughs> right. There's nothing else except wanting to, to be together, to walk through life so somebody can see you and you can see them. Mm-hmm. And I thought to myself, then this is not what it is for me. This is not my version of friendship maybe a partnership, but even that was shot down professionally, right? So, and I told myself, okay, this is really the self-care, the self-love that you need to understand. Hmm. And it's, it's so powerful. I can't believe how powerful that is to have understood what that all meant in the decade that was my life. Because I started the decade where the universe sent me love, I could not even recognize. Mm. Because that love had nothing to do with anything except wanting to be with me. And it was so alien, an idea, that when someone does that to me, I don't know how to react. I don't know how I'm to suspicious. recognize. I'm like, oh, I And... And oh, no, 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 this is a 10-year learning of what love is, what it really is, and most of all, for yourself. Yeah. And it doesn't mean anything. Nobody's bad in this equation. Nobody is, uh, you know, nobody is going to be castigated. 
nothing of that. But I just want to let it go. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm okay. I'm really, really looking forward to my new life. Wala na akong lilingunin na unsettled. I can go into this new decade thinking, oh, I'm ready. Ready, 2020. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's good. I think yeah. that's a good learning. Um, it's a difficult thing. And it's like, it really is like a breakup with a lover. Yeah. You know, you have these stages, like the denial stage, and then, you know, more denial. <laughs> and then and anger. Then, and then anger. And then eventually, every through everything, it leads to acceptance. And um, because it was such a lengthy relationship that Del and Chico had, you know, you, I think it's good that you went through all those emotions, you know, and whether or not it creeps up back at you within 2020, it's okay. But at least, you know, um, you're like self-aware of the things now, Yeah, you know, mm, um, yeah. I, I feel though, Del, uh, cause it sounds like from what you've shared with us, it's like you've cut off Aside from the podcast, mm -hmm. it's like you've cut off ties with the Philippines. And it comes off like maybe that's your lesson so that when you get there, you find out and you realize who Delamar really is without Delamar on radio. Mm -hmm. And then realize, so realize your true potential mm -hmm. as mm -hmm. you. Not as the Delamar that everybody knows. Yeah. And then maybe yeah. you having to cut ties with, like temporarily cut ties, and I think it's temporary, it's just for the meantime, is so you just really focus on your family and accept that this is the new you and this yeah. is the new life that you have. And once you really just embrace this new life, everything else in the Philippines will start coming in again and you'll start to rebuild those bridges maybe it won't happen maybe it will but i think that's the reason why you feel solitary in in the u.s because you have to realize who you are realize your potential know that this is now your new life this family is the new you and then once you've established that then everyone starts to reconnect with you because now you know that you're just going to be relying on this family you won't be dependent on anyone else. Does I think that make it's sense? really understanding who I am. I'm really understanding what I bring. And it started when I left the morning rush. I couldn't see myself. The, the show was so imposing. It was so big that I couldn't see myself. Yeah. And when I left, which also happened for, for uh understanding what it is that I do. What do you do? What is it you do, Del? And I understood that more and more. And I know that the conversations I wanted to have with people was taking me to a different direction. What I wanted to talk about, what uh, it's, it was, I'll tell you a story. I'll be quick. In 2014. No, sabi you, take your time. Joke <laughs> 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 No, no, no. Take your time. Seriously. 
<laughs> I didn't say anything, by the way. I know, I know. I read your mind. <laughs> I know. I, we could feel it. No, no, nothing. And I, I think when Del says that, like, I'll be quick. It's really specifically to June. <laughs> that sailed above my head. So back to your story. Okay, back to your story. Back to your story. Go. Ignore me. Nobody listens to me anyway. Oh, wait. Apologies for interrupting. But did you see that one um, one post where somebody captured, we were busy talking, yeah. and here's June looking at his picture. It was, oh, who sent that? Was it? Rika, Rika. Rika. Was it Rika? Rika. Or Miss Miss Ruth. Yeah. Or Miss Ruth. I think it was. Letter R. Yeah. Miss Ruth. She captured the perfect moment where we were all deeply engrossed in the conversation and Jude is looking at his watch. Nice. I was looking at my nails. Like this? Like this? Like this? Like this? Okay. Okay, go on, Del. I was checking my nails. No, I, this is... Please forgive me. I'm 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 really just going through this mess in my head. So anyway, let it out. We're enjoying it. We're let enjoying it out. It. Let it out. <laughs> in 2014, so after Ava passed, uh, I was okay. But then there's all of us know this. I I needed to know why. I couldn't I couldn't grasp the why of it all. Why I don't get it. drama. And then, Sabiko, I'm I'm really getting on with life. But there's something here, and I feel like I need an energy read. So I contacted a spirit quester and who, who <laughs> coincidentally is Chico's friend. Mm. So he comes to the house and he reads my cards and he says nothing about Ava, even if I had posed the question. And he said, the thing he said to me in 2014 was, um, <laughs> I thought they're like, huh? Why? What's going to happen? And I thought to myself, am I going to get fired? Mm-hmm. Is, you know, all the worst things that you could think of. And, she, and he said, nee, tapos ka na kasi eh. Nice. I thought like, huh? What do you mean? Hindi ka na yan. Hindi na ikaw yan eh. Kailangan mo nang, may kailangan ka ng ibang simulan. Oh, wow. At kahit anong simulan mo, magiging okay. Huwag kang matakot. Just do it. And still, I I refused. I refused to listen and me leave the morning rush never no that's not me Maganon. and then slowly it had happened it had happened so many things had happened um until one day i caught myself looking at the clock and i go oof one more hour so i go shit oh, wow what did i just say to myself oh. while i'm on the show wow. one more hour i would never yeah. In my life, more of what? Na yan, 10 o'clock, we gotta go. I need to see Jude. You know, yung, because I was so in it, I, I loved it. I yeah. I couldn't think of time because I was in it. And that really shocked me. I remember driving home and I was like, dude, what was that about? What was that? And then I started to feel it. I allowed myself to hear that I really couldn't stay. I can't stay anymore. I can't. There is, mm. I have grown enough here, but my growth is pulling me somewhere else. And I don't mm. know where that is. I am so scared of this into the unknown. <laughs> <laughs> but it really was like that voice in Frozen. It was calling and I don't know what it is until today. I don't know. But I, I really do believe that every day I'm getting clearer about me 
and my purpose and what yeah. I want to do. Mm-hmm. I think I might get closer to what I want to do. Mm-hmm. But I'm in the right, I'm on the right track, I feel. So thank you guys for having the idea to do that because for the life of me, I would not do that. Mm-hmm. After he had refused he said yes and backed out of a of a pod of being a uh, a guest of mine on my show before young straight straight up i was i didn't do it anymore so no i don't wanna i don't mm-hmm. wanna i know what that means mm-hmm. i know him eh? that thing about me and him i don't know why i know him i i don't know why i know how he thinks i know these facial expressions, micro movements in his eyes, in his, I don't know why I know that. It's insane, to be honest. And I was like, oh, okay, okay. Um, you're done with that show. <laughs> and it was scary. It was a very scary moment. And I thought that the path would just be a, a homemaker. But now I have a feeling it's not, mm. but I don't know what else. Well, a lot of people are like multi-hyphenate. So you're homemaker, podcaster, diva, sex goddess, (laughs) you know. (laughs) So I remember, okay, so so I remember going into, I don't know what year it was within this decade, but um, I wanted to be a multi-hyphenate because Mm. I felt like I can't just be a DJ. I want to be other things and it for the life of me i didn't i was like i don't know how that i'm gonna make that happen yeah how's it because because yeah. i think i had seen somebody else be that like it was i don't know who it was yeah, i don't know if a millennial or an artista or a celebrity but i'm like ah that's my peg mm. and lo and behold the end of t- this decade i'm a multi-hyphenate Woo-hoo! it's like you gotta make it yeah. yourself you know you're just not that one person um and it, i think th- if we if we can just segue into what um because this is going to come out this week um uh friday <laughs> like we have just closed a very big chapter of our lives you know from i don't know about 20 2009 to 2009 to 2019 i get confused is it 2010 to 2020 uh, no, it should be the 2009 yeah Ten. Yeah, it's 2010, 2011, 2012, oh, yeah. okay. 13, 14, 15, yeah. 17, so, 18, so we're starting 10. a new decade. The start of, okay. <clears throat> the roaring yeah. 20s. Yeah, yeah. Or so, uh, somebody said the soaring 20s. 20s. Soaring, soaring, okay. That's very nice, but roaring. But anyway, so um, if we can segue to what we've learned in this past decade, what we want to happen because like in 2030 we're gonna be like our in our 50s oh my god i want to be oh my god i want to be as hot as no you have to because i mean i really didn't think of anything like in 2010 i wasn't thinking 10 years ahead yeah at all true right who does that nobody does that i don't know but maybe some people do I mean, I, I, know. I think Kevin Hart does. <laughs> Kevin Hart. <laughs> right? I, some people are just equipped to do that long term, like planning. Oh. Um, but I mean, in 2010. Like when you posed the question, what did you think of in 2009? I'm like, oh my gosh. Right? Nothing. Uh, back in 2009, it's not like I was projecting into the future, but it's true. Bringing it up now, we're at an age wherein we do need to project into the future. Right. Right? Or we're aware. Set goals, at least. Set goals. I wish somebody told me that. 
<laughs> but you somebody know. probably did. You didn't listen. Oh, it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, it might have been my mom. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't listen to her. So people listen to your mothers. Mm. Even if you didn't have that uh, goal for the next 10 years, you still did it. True. It's crazy. She didn't have to think about it, but she, she did, did it. it. <laughs> did, 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 did it. Yeah. But I mean, I think later on in that, like maybe 2015, after David Knapp, it was like, okay, you need to put these things out in the universe. Something has to happen. You need set to set the intention. You need to set the intention. You need to start moving. Yeah. I mean, it might be a little too late, but you still, actually, it's never too late. It's never too late. What am I saying? <laughs> you can start today and, and do great things. <laughs> <laughs> But I want to be like JLo when I'm 53. I think even Jelly. Mm-mm. Pardon? Oh, nga. Agree. I, but think, I think it's also the same for you. Because the, the past 10 years for you, I mean, did you think when you had left radio that this would be no, you? No, not at all. Well, the yeah? only thing that was stuck in my head leaving radio was that what that PR guy said. Mm. Don't resign from radio because your marketability will go down. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't get to I don't get to work <laughs> with him. But Nowhere. I remember but I remember when he Nowhere. had said that, I felt like, oh shocks. Okay, maybe I really shouldn't resign from radio. And then I realized, hold on, no, maybe my maybe I'll get my marketability somewhere else yeah. over something else. But that was a real And then I fear. just kept, and I just kept doing what uh-huh. I was doing. Smart. Really, that was a, it was a legitimate fear that, you know, oh, this is your platform. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think for most people, whenever you come across something like that, like a, a threat. A naysayer. Yeah, don't put so much... Wait. Um, wait, don't put so much emotions into it or into whatever it was that they had said. Mm-mm. You know, don't, Don't believe them. True. <laughs> you know, hear it and then let it go. You say, oh, no, no, I'm not going to take that. Uh-oh. It's all right. Uh, I'll be just fine. But yeah, the last decade for me was, I was thinking about it. I couldn't, you know, I was thinking about um, posting like my highlights for the last decade. Mm-hmm. Never got around to it because I've been so busy. Me too. But, I have the pictures. But <laughs> Dubai, you start to sort through it, which ones you're going to post. But yeah. I realized... Um, A relationship that I thought was going to be forever didn't. Mm. And this is not even with Rada. This is with my other ex. Right. Who's now yeah. apparently engaged. Okay. Yeah, he just got engaged. Oh. Yeah, I just found out he got engaged. It was so nice how I learned too. This guy was like, oh, your ex is engaged. Oh. How do you feel? hurt. Wow. Trying to get things out of yeah. me. I'm like, I'm really not. I'm happy for him. Anyways, mm-hmm. so that relationship ended. Radio ended. Mm-hmm. Like the end of that decade, a lot of things ended. Pretty much similar to this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I met Rada. Mm-hmm. And we had an amazing um, three years, more than three years of boyfriend-girlfriend relationship. Yeah, Our relationship evolved mm-hmm. from being boyfriend-girlfriend to now co-parents. Right. And I have to admit, pretty good, good co-parents. co-parents. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I have Juliana. You know, uh, work has been great. So the last, the last decade for me, the lesson there was... Similar to Dell, learning all about self-love, mm-hmm. realizing my worth, not in mm-hmm. terms of, not just in terms of work, but in terms of relationships, Mm-mm. friendships. Mm-mm. So there. Nice. It's still a continuing journey. I'm sure of it. 
It's a developing, developing story. It's a developing story. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag developing uh, story. Developing story. Uh, mm. What about you, Mon? I think. Oh, I sorry. Go ahead, Dale. Oh, what are you gonna say? Oh no, go ahead. Okay, me. Go yeah, for you. A recap. What was what the was the decade for you like? Um, well, okay, 2010, as I was looking through my pictures that I was going to compile, I was going <laughs> to, I wanted to pick one defining picture for each year. Yeah. So I really went through Facebook. Um, so mm-hmm. 2010, 11, 12. Okay. Uh, let's start in 2009 because those years kind of like all meshed together. They were me going out a lot. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. Really going out a lot. Um, I, and I was in my th- what, 30s. So 35, the year I turned 35, I threw myself a party. Yeah. So that was 20 and about 12. I think so. Where's my math? Yes. Um, and that this was, was at Capone's? No, Relic. Okay. Relic. Relic. Yeah, and uh, and everybody, oddly enough, everybody was there. Like, like um, my musician friends, my friends' friends, my gimmick friends, my family, my ex. Ooh, remember that, Jude? You were there. My ex was there. <laughs> my ex was there. Oh, my like, other ex was there too. He picked yeah. me up. I remember seeing your reaction. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, and then Al was there. So that that thirty five their thirty fifth birthday party was pretty much a turning point. So twenty twelve, Yun. Because um, uh, two thousand ten to that point was very messy, and I was finding myself mm. and who I was, and and um, doing making stupid life decisions. Okay, <laughs> really dumb <laughs> life decisions and selfish decisions. Um, and then by that, by the time I hit that point, I was like, okay, well, I think I figured it out. I think um, I'm okay. I I don't need to actively look for a partner. That was a turning point. Like, I'm okay to be myself, and I'm okay to have my daughter Jade, um, and we're gonna be okay. Yeah, uh, us, right? So. Uh, and then that year also was the year that I got pregnant. Pregnant. And Al came <laughs> along. But, but Al was always there. It was just that he was also the part of the bad decisions, bad life decisions part, yeah. right? <laughs> Everyone knows about that and then part. It, it turned out to be a good life decision yeah. towards the end. But but so I got pregnant. So 2012, 2012, 13, 14, 15, all the way up to 2019, were like I guess just learning years, relearning, mm. you know. Yeah. And um, like I said, like in their, my message to you last year, twenty nineteen and twenty eighteen, were years I needed to learn how to be humble. Mm. Uh, it was a years to be, you know, the humility. Like I need to like take a break. I was always so angry, or I was maybe I felt entitled that you know people owe this to me or whatever. But I felt like I I need to be more patient and listen mm. like be open and actually actively listen to people and find out and and find out where they're coming from and why is this coming towards you i don't know it was just weird it was right. just a, a, a lot of years of self-awareness mm. yeah so that that that, that I, encapsulates i, my I remember your story after the podcast we had spent uh dinner we had dinner fran and i in rockwell Mm-mm. and you told me about the difficult years setting up the business Mm-mm. and how it seemed like the universe had had provided you something that was even more than you ever needed, right? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. And I was like, "Wow, what a story!" Uh, in 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 your tone when you were, you were telling me, 
it's not even yeah you're right it was humility it was like these people helped and i don't know why but they're there Mm-mm. and and it was like wow and as you're telling me this now us now oh <laughs> my that's that's how you did sound um when you were talking <clears throat> about the difficult years and it was like wow Mm-mm. yeah humility to say, I imagine coming from a, a job that put you on the pedestal, yeah, a radio, and you don't e- need to ask for help; people just offer everything. Uh, yeah, uh, and then learning how to do it all on your own, mm. right? Grow something on your own, build it on your own. If you make a mistake, it's on you. Yeah, you know, you can't pass the buck, and it was a difficult lesson to learn. I'm like, no, I don't want to learn it. <laughs> but eventually, yeah, there were days like that. Yeah, you of all people. So I was like, shit. It, came, it, it landed on your lap oh, and, uh, and you took it uh, in, in a ton of ways nobody, <laughs> especially yourself, could have imagined. It's Capricorn. What? What? Yeah. <laughs> Just, Cap serious. United. Cap United. <laughs> I don't know. I, it, was, it was difficult. And how about you, Del? Oh, wait. Hold on. We need a. Oh, wow. Okay. I there. think. Okay. There's just a delay. I think it was the the 10 years of 2010 to 2019 for me was really the most reproductive years of my life. (laughs) (laughs) You think? (laughs) It was like, it was, you know, they call me fertile. (laughs) Myrtle. On the show, I remember that. Kasi parang nakakbangan lang, buntis agad, gano'n, di ba? Tapos napaka, mm-hmm. ano, napaka, su, ano, uh, overachiever nung nag-iisang ovary. Sabi uh-huh. niya, kaya ko to. <laughs> but, but diba, Del, but wasn't that coming from a place where your doctor said that you might not have children? Yeah, actually, uh, the, the doctor who operated me at age 27 mm-hmm. had said, you know, after all this, it, you still might not have children because you have endometriosis. Right. And now we know endometriosis is like Lena Dunham has it. Mm-hmm. Kim Kardashian has mm-hmm. it. This is a serious condition. Right. And I could have, if I didn't bring myself to the doctor at the time that I did, Mm-mm. I would probably have died. And so when, anyway, one ovary left, okay na ako, just like you, you were talking about okay na kayo ni Jade, ba? that it was just going to be you. That's what I said. Because after everything, I go, Lord, please take this out. I don't want to live like this. Del Paramus. Sorry. Go on. And it was like uh, a weight had been lifted. Mm -hmm. And it's similar to what I just talked about with the relationship with Chico, the Mm -hmm. partnership, Mm -hmm. that I had understood what it meant. That ganun ako ngayon eh. When things happen, it's like trying on a glove. No, this is not it. This is not how to view this life event. No, this is not it. And until I get that perfect fit where I feel freedom to move and freedom to grow and not hurt myself with bad thoughts, mm-hmm. you know, um, then I know that that's the right, whatever you call it, prayer, enlightenment, clarity, whatever it is. And so... After I, I got pregnant exactly 10 years after I had my, my ovary taken out, and, and then I kept getting pregnant, and then, you know, it was like, <laughs> just yeah, kept happening. Quite something. And then, oh, oh, <laughs> And so I, I, but for me, looking at just how 2019 ended and how I started 2010, 
2010 was the year I met Tyler. So this year we are celebrating our 10 years. Wow. Heather's <laughs> life. And I remember <laughs> I really couldn't understand him. I didn't understand what is because this is not love. Mm-hmm. Why do you want to be with me? Yung ganun, marami yung ganun. I, I, para kang gutom na gutom tapos hindi mo alam na pagkain na pala yung hinaha, hinahain sa'yo. Mm. Because you have lived without it for so long, you don't even know what it smells like, what it looks like. Yeah. And I fought it. He fought it. <laughs> and I that was my first learning to assert myself. We had this fight after Cooper was born. Kasi just like Fran, Tyler and I had a moment where we were not together after the baby was born. And for the first time in my life, I had said what I needed to say with the words, the powerful words that I needed. They encapsulated all that I thought. And I don't know why I never said it before, but when I told him, it started off this this journey of ours together where, oh, okay, she wants me. <laughs> she wants me. Because I like, I think because I'm so used to being denied, I, I just learned to live without uh, and so when he appeared in my life, he was, this was love and I didn't know it. So I had to learn to see it for what it is. And then I ended my, my decade with, of course, that pregnancy had cut off a lot of very, very important relationships in my life. And I couldn't understand it. Like, why? I'm your daughter. I'm your sister. Why? Mm-hmm. Why? And then after that we did, you know, Chico was a pillar in my life, was a pillar in my life. And he was so essential in in being with me so that I can become the woman I am now. I know that. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I, I, I understand it. And, but now that's, the cycle has ended. And some, a rusher had sent me a link of Paolo Coelho and it said closing cycles. And she said, uh, Del, I just thought of you because of this blog. And I read it and I told her, you know, it's funny. This is exactly parang somebody read my thoughts and put it into a blog. And it said there, sometimes it's time to end things. And because they don't, they are not in any way going to help you become the fullest version of yourself. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true. And, and I, I don't know why I ins- Insisted, hung around. I negotiated with with people to love me. I do this for you. Love me, and it was so childish that I understand now. When you learn to not ask people for the most basic things that connects us all, which is love, you step into your power because yeah. love is not something you beg for. Yeah, it is freely given with hands open, heart open, mind open. No, when you love somebody, nakawala na yan, that's hat. As soon as you love somebody, there will be hurt. Because you cannot have, feel hurt if you have never loved anything in your life. And we know that from many, like, relationships, babies we lost, you know, jobs we lost. We know that. And now I'm just, like, thankful that uh, I'm, I seem to be entering a new phase in my life. And I, I'm kind of scared. Mm-hmm. But I'm also excited. I'm excited to see what this is and what the new version of me looks like, sounds like, feels like. <laughs> and I'm learning to gravitate towards people who 
genuinely like me. I, I, it's funny when people say they miss me. I may not acknowledge it, but tumatatap yung sa isip ko like, really? Why? <laughs> I'm so disposable. Don't say that. I think you should stop thinking. You, exactly. you don't think that anymore, do you, right? That you're disposable? You still do? No, not at all. Okay, I, good. No, 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 not at all. And I feel sad for this girl who thought that for so long. Mm. But now I'm in this new phase where I feel like, yeah, this is this is a new way of thinking, a new way of looking at things, not just mm-hmm. of yourself, but people mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and honoring them and seeing who comes at you. Just like what you said, who comes at you? Why are they in your life and why are they telling you what they're telling you? And it's so important to have that in your life and, and see people for what they bring, not out of usefulness, huh? but just of human connection. Yeah. Because I think, like you said, why are we doing this? this podcast for no other reason except there's a need to connect Mm-mm. first with each other and I think as a byproduct with the listeners so for me it is a gift I think it it did start my new decade mm-hmm. the podcast is starting the new decade for me because this is exactly the conversation I want to be a part of now I feel like I'm in a safe place not just for anything but I think what I most value is that everyone is so smart and so has lived a full life so far. Now, no matter what I say, you're not going to be influenced by how I think. You're going to make up your own decisions, and that is great. Mm. So I don't have to worry about being wrong because I can be wrong, and you would know it, and you would say, nope. And I love that. I love being a part of that because we're not always right, and we need to be with people who love us when we are wrong. Mm-hmm. So I, I love I love this new view. I don't I just don't know what it's gonna bring, but hopefully big bucks. Yes, <laughs> hopefully yes, big please. bucks, so we can fly you in from Wait, time to time. Uh, just two things I thought of while Dell was talking. Um, Dell, take inspiration from your one ovary. It's an overachiever. <laughs> it is right. You'd think, diba? Yeah. big But look at what it's capable of. So it's pretty much similar to you. <laughs> yeah, even if you think, <laughs> even if you think nagiisa kalang, and yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. what what is Dell all about now? Are you just gonna be a homemaker? Am I just gonna be the mom? And no. <laughs> Look at, rem- be reminded of who you are and what you're capable of by thinking of your ovary <laughs> and what it did for you. <laughs> and then the second note that I wanted to say was, you know, when she was talking about how she couldn't recognize love, she uh-huh. couldn't recognize that what Tyler was already offering was was love and what she wanted. You know, in healing, we actually make that as part of the healing process wherein we introduce to the the client that they are able to recognize love that mm. they know when it is what it is how it feels like to mm-hmm. be loved um because it's true for people who have who've gone many years without love they don't know what it's like right. so you mm-hmm. do have to instill Still. that feeling and we even instill it into the cells like, oh, like, so you're oh, ab- yeah so you're able to recognize so when it comes across to you you know exactly what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, this is love. And um, to end that healing, we also say that you accept, recognize easily and freely. 
Nice. Because some people, even if you do recognize, you still reject. Uh-uh. So this one is you recognize it, you yeah. accept it easily like and freely. So say that for yourself sometimes. <laughs> and then get uh-uh. it into yeah, your... Not no, yeah, uh, ma- yung, I'm still learning that this is, this is what love is. Mm. But I now what it is and it's like oh i get it and you can and you can tell your cells del this is love cells recognize this okay (laughs) and accept it freely yeah no because it really does work Uh -uh. because you have it's like telling your brain and then telling every single part of your body that this is what it looks like this is what it feels like Mm -mm. so now you know okay Mm -hmm. so So even if you feel like you're uh, just saying it to, to yourself it actually works I have this 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 uh, person I follow on Instagram, and I posted this. Can uh, I Twenty sixteen, when I left radio, it says, "I wish to become more of who I am, deeper in the love that I give, more real than I who I set out to be." And it's just exactly mm-hmm. what I want in the new decade. Like that was part of this another about what do we see in the new decade. What do we see for ourselves? Mm-hmm. I just want to be deeper in the love that I give. I don't need to be famous. No, that was one of my questions for myself. Why do you want to be famous anyway? <laughs> and I was like, oh, yeah, crap. Why do I want to be famous? Mm-mm. I go, you can't want that without knowing why. So figure that out. But, you know, <laughs> you really have to. All I know now is I just want to be who I am, more of who I am. To make sure that I am always doing what is best and kind to me. Because I think I'm very unkind to myself. It's a travesty. And, you of us see, are. and if you're doing that right now to yourself, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut that voice. It's not your friend. True. Show it away out of your life. Talaga. Sa lang. You'll be so much happier. And I love that freedom of loving yourself is a crazy idea to me. And now I know what it is and it's like oh wow it's like bathing in warm water after being so cold for so long and mm. you understand this love you want you give it to yourself if nobody can give it to you yes you give it to yourself yes. and next thing you know you're attracting the same thing mm-hmm. into your life mm-hmm. same energy same yep. frequency that's so good. hopefully 2020 will be like that more of like that I think so. So I know uh, you're over into the unknown. Move into the next song, which is Show Yourself. <laughs> she has a song that yes, I'm trembling, yes. but it's not from the yes. cold. And then latter part of the song, she's like, I'm no longer trembling. Show yourself. Right. I think you're Show in that yourself. phase now, Del. <laughs> Oh, oh, Frozen 2. Oh, <laughs> the message in that movie yeah. is super deep. Right? Uh-oh. Yeah, Love it. It's not for kids. It's, it's really not. when you when you Oh, it is not for kids. I remember like the kids were like, mm, okay, man. You know, and I thought the adults. Oh, no, it was deep. Mm-mm. Oh, it was very deep. All right. So if if we can wrap it up to seg uh, to to wrap up everything for Jude's 2020. Thinking, Good Monica. Uh-oh. <laughs> I, I can we're in sync today. <laughs> <laughs> that's because it's Capricorn season. Right? It is. Uh, season. Yeah. Oh, that's right. S-E-N. Um so if you had okay, well, so do you want to do 2030 or let's just 
do baby steps and think of a theme for 2020. Because, like, if you, our Pantone color of the year is blue. blue. Okay, so what is the theme for ourselves 2020? I had this conversation with my family, with, with Jade, with Al, and with David. Oh, nice. Yeah, and I said, okay, guys, I want you to think of something that you want to do for 2020. And, like, David was like, he... I want. I told him I want you to learn to be more independent and do things on your own. Mm. Okay, mom. His first answer mm. was more YouTube. No. no. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Like a negotiation. <laughs> huh? I said no. <laughs> He's claiming what he wants. Right. Right. So, so for me, um, it was more. I, I just really want to be healthy, but healthy in in everything, like my mindset. Uh, my choices, my activities, just that is going to be my overall theme for mm. 2020 health. So, nice. Jelly, what is your overall theme for 2020? To be a lot more mindful, mm. especially with how I set my days, because mm-hmm. I've noticed when you wake up, you're on the go. You're not even setting the intention for what you want for the day. And Mm -hmm. then eventually it's for the entire month and then the whole year. So be a lot more mindful. Um, I definitely want space. And I think I've started with that in terms of physical space. Um, I've decluttered uh, my space. So I want to declutter my life even more. Mm -hmm. You know, just really letting go, learning to easily let go of what it is that should is no longer part of my life or shouldn't be part of my life in a certain aspect and i think you guys know exactly what i'm talking about so you're decluttering Mm. to make space no i don't (laughs) (laughs) i'll tell you later (laughs) (laughs) pero pag intention ano talaga yun Balak, right? Uh-oh. Mm-mm. So you start your day with a... Yeah. Like what you want to happen, how you want your day to be. That's nice. Instead of it being super kalat. Or just, you know, going like about your day and seeing what comes in. You know, you set your plans for the day. That's nice. You know, like like how you want work to be, mm-hmm. how you want your meeting or presentation mm-hmm. to be, That's how good. you want your relationships to be. But broad strokes. I mean, like, if it doesn't happen, it's okay. Yeah, you don't beat yourself up over right. it, but at least you've set the intention. Yeah. So you're working towards that goal. Mm-hmm. You set teeny tiny, small daily goals. Nice. I haven't been doing that, and I know I should. I, you know, it, meditation would be a part of it. Mm-hmm. I haven't been doing that. Mm-mm. So... Yeah. may balak na sa relasyon. the more the more oh. important question. Okay, <laughs> I'm creating space. Yeah, na, yeah. I think by creating oh. space and decluttering. Hindi naman nagmamadali. Hindi talaga. Hindi talaga nagmamadali because you know, I'm still in that journey of really knowing what self-love is all about. So, I'm I'm still giving it to myself. Okay. You know, Giving it to yourself. Yeah. Huh? Where this is going. <laughs> Giving it to Star yourself. the cheering squad. <laughs> I already have the support system. We're, we're giving it to girls. myself. Your woohoo girl. But how about you? Okay, before we get to Del, Jude, you, what's your uh, overall theme? For what? 2020. Ooh, Who does that? I want to hear this. We do. We do. I know. <laughs> Sorry. You know, health, same thing. You know, just uh, approach uh, every day with a mindset that you're, you're, 
you're, you're going, that you're, that you're living your, your life day to day, that, uh, that starts with being healthy, for one. Because mm. we all know we've suffered, uh, even a stomach flu can tell you, especially at this age, at our age, mm-hmm. at our age range, <laughs> that, <laughs> that it, can, it can bog you down. It can. True. Yes. You know, and, and, and you see the difference between just being uh, a grouch and uh, a grouch with a, a, a stomach bug. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So I'd rather be a fully functioning grouch, for example, <laughs> without a bug in my in my, my tummy. And you realize that you that you're that you're healthy and, and yeah. you can be yeah. more, or you're neutral. There you go. That's uh-uh. that's my thing. Naman always is to be neutral, not be too high, not too low, <laughs> and just go about the day. And and hopefully by the time we're at our end many years from now is that when you look back that you know it's 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 some something that you can be proud of maybe yeah. you know quality of life. I love it but oh, I like that life. he said you're a fully functional grouch <laughs> grouch but I'm better fully functional <laughs> at least well I'm not denial I'm just trying to be <laughs> How about you, Del? I'm a what? fun guy. You are a fun <laughs> yes, guy. You are. Yes, you are. You are. Actually, I need, to, I need to say this. It's so funny when we're all together before the podcast, uh, and then we have a great night, which, you know, when all the, the our batch of RX uh, jocks would get together. And when Jude's not there, we bug him. Yeah. I don't know why we do that, True. why we want him to know that we're. Yeah. Because I was thinking about we it. Call why, him why we call him at 2 or 3 in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, no. <laughs> And it's like, wala eh, dude, wala. Playing yung mga babae ng RX nung time na yun eh. Yeah. So hanggang ngayon, <laughs> we've dug our nails. Ngayon, know, okay lang. Back. Pero dati, long distance pa oh. oh my god. I think that's why I knew. I was like, oh, Jude's a real friend. He's answering my call. Yeah, he's even in- if he's in Hong Kong. <laughs> oh, there was one time in Singapore, so I was like, oh my god. <laughs> So it was an actual line call. Is this an emergency? No, we're just out. We want to see what I hear you. Just drop Jude. Answer my call. Now, no problem. I'll pick it up. I can say a face. I'll call you internet. We're on the group chat, so. Yeah. Oh my God, that group chat when Delamar called us <laughs> and everybody answered except Del. Remember except that Viber? One person who called. Except for the one person. I was driving. I Where was at home. <laughs> Where were you? I think I was at home. So yeah. I think. We're like, hello? <laughs> hello? <laughs> and we're like, what? I, you I don't guys think Del is Del rang, so I answered while I'm driving. So we <laughs> ended up <laughs> chatting and you weren't there, Del. <laughs> Okay, so backstory. Uh, one day when I was back in Manila, I wanted to call Fran. I needed to talk to you. And because I was driving, I said, ah, uh, Viber, Viber. Tapos pagkita ko yung lumabas na yung mga names, pinres ko yung call. O, di lahat pala tayo. <laughs> and then sa panic ko, I turned it off. So sila tatlo nag-usap, yung nag-start ng call, umalis. Ganon, ganon, ganon. Somebody, Jude's like, so... Dell's not here. <laughs> like, no, <laughs> no, that's an idiot. <laughs> but you know, if it happens, we're all gonna pick up yeah. one way or another. So at least you know, not Dell, huh? We all picked up the phone. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Proof positive. I just go. Okay, so Dell, oh, Ikaw, Del. for 2020. Uh, oh, quickly, so because Jude's are not looking at his watch. Just kidding. That's what a quote I said. Like, that's, mm-hmm. that's me now. That's I don't one. know what's going to happen, and I, I refuse to fill in the blanks. Ah, I don't nice. even have um, a vision for myself mm-hmm. except to really understand and appreciate all the things that I have all the people who are still connected to me and choose to connect with me. That's powerful. Mm-hmm. And I, uh, it's like I need to keep drinking in this good energy of people wanting you for no other reason except to talk to you, talk to you about something. I remember, Debussy, friend, one time you were talking in the podcast that something had happened and you couldn't understand it and you needed to call me mm-hmm. and just talk to her because you needed – to just talk to a friend mm-hmm. and these are for me I, I see it in other people's lives and I think that for me it's filling my life with these mundane small things that we ignore but truthfully they are the very blocks of happiness mm-hmm. when you know that you can call someone that is so precious. It's so mundane. It's not even that important. It doesn't save the world. But you are so connected and you feel that love and you feel better. So I just want to preserve this, this thing that I understand now about myself and to gravitate towards things that are good for me. And I hope that people will come in my life and teach me in the way that I can teach them. I, w- I just want people around me now. Gone are the days that I want to be isolated. I don't want to be a hermit. Yeah. I want people. I'm I need people. And that, that's kind of big for me. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. <laughs> yeah, I know. yeah. I get so you. We get each other, to get support, no? It's okay to ask for help and it's actually nice. All right. Yeah. Uh, so uh Thank you guys for uh, listening to this podcast. Here's to all of us in 2020. And Mm -hmm. I hope that we all not just get what we want, but what we truly need. Mm -mm. Sometimes you don't even know what that is. But Mm -hmm. I hope it happens for you in 2020. And thank you for helping us end 2019 with a bang. That was amazing, you guys. Thank you. I know. That was so nice. Thank you, you guys. Thank you so much. So we wish you all a happy new year. Happy 2020. (laughs) Start it positive wherever you may be, however you are when you're listening to this show. We wish you the best for this year and for the next decade. And remember, every day is a brand new day. It's a clean friend. Remember, thank you for listening to this shabinish for this shit. Start your day with balak. Start your day with balak. At pwede rin kung may balak, kung may alak, may balak. Thanks, guys. All right, guys. So happy new year. This Happy has year. been Francesca and Jolly and Elmar for the eavesdrop. Thanks for listening. I am almost said that. No, no bite review. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. All right. Happy New Year.